But we're uh, we're excited and thrilled that someone we don't know if anybody can find this place yet. So uh, Don Friesen, am I saying that right, Don? Yeah, Friesen. Friesen, Friesen. That's it. But that was the conversation. Yeah. Is it Friesen or Friesen? Yeah, Our French would be Friesen. Friesen. And if you want to scoot up just a little bit, if right. you can, that you'll be right there, hot on the mic. Uh, good morning, man. We have Don Friesen here in studio. He is at the um, Scottsdale Laugh Factory. Two shows today, two shows tomorrow, and one show Sunday. How are you, sir? I'm doing all right. You doing all right? Just uh, woke up. I'm here. Well, we uh, um, we appreciate you um, uh, coming in. Uh, we saw Joey Wednesday night. We did a show there Wednesday night. Your 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 headphones are probably only coming through one ear, right? Um, or any ear? No, I think. Yeah, I guess I guess it is just. Yeah, one, you got it. Yeah. Just one ear. Yeah, yeah. We haven't perfected that part yet. We haven't. Nice. We we haven't made enough money by that. that. That's how you'll learn. You know, most people try to listen with two ears. And it's just too much information. Yeah. It burns you out. <laughs> it, it makes you do drugs. Um, it's redundant. It makes you go to UCLA. I mentioned that because yeah. in reading your bio, I read that you are a USC graduate. So what? Yes. So what? Yes. So what? Wrong. Uh, yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> what didn't go wrong, right? Um, Kings and potentates. Yes, yeah. Um, no, I was, um, I was actually going through bankruptcy as a senior in business school. <laughs> So I thought, you know, yeah, maybe this isn't my thing, you know? So. Were you one of those guys, were you paying for USC on your own then? Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, most people who go to USC are trust fund babies. Yeah, yeah, they're, right. They're great, great USC. Yeah, I don't know why. I convinced them to take me. You know, I was selling commercial real estate and, uh, you know, I was in sales for a couple of years. I got dropped out of school and I went back and yeah. I sold them on the interview of getting, you know, going back to into college and, and then they uh, let me in and then, you know, it fell apart my senior year. You know, if most if most people they know USC, if they're if they're not familiar with it, they're familiar with the football team. Yeah, uh, they're familiar with the fact that it turns out a lot of Heisman Trophy winners who then go bad. <laughs> uh, but they all know it's a prestigious school. Sure. Okay. Uh, and when you think of a prestigious school, you think of a prestigious area. Right. Yet USC sits in the middle of uh, one of the um, uh, most. Uh, economically disadvantaged areas in all of Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just north of South Central. Yeah, and uh, so I'm always amazed because I've known people to go to USC. And I know people send their kids to USC and they're in the dorms down there. I go, you know, once they don't go to school there any longer, you would you would tie them down to stop them from going in that neighborhood. There's only two reasons to go in that neighborhood. It's to buy crack or go to USC. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> it was a, uh, I don't know. 10 block area or yeah maybe but you know and it was yeah so the, it was too you just didn't cross certain streets yeah um in in uh, in the year of our lord 1984 mm -hmm. i was uh, um i was a bartender i was an unlicensed pharmaceutical rep mm -hmm. who used my job as a bartender mm -hmm. to uh expand my uh my customer base uh i didn't go to business school but i, I was yeah. good at this uh, and i tend to bar at a place called margarita jones which hmm. was right next to the Coliseum. Okay. And we get a lot. It, it was during the and they had actually paid a huge and they had actually paid a huge premium to go down there and ten bar, and even rented a hotel for us to stay because they said people won't be getting in and out. But the Olympics people were savvy. Right. They bust people in, and immediately after the game, whatever game they saw, bust them out, and nobody came to Margarita Jones. <laughs> Almost everybody in that in that neighborhood went broke. But um, uh, I drank a little. I, that's as close I got to USC was drinking down there. That's, was that right off of uh, Exposition? Yeah. 
Yeah, right next to where the uh, the uh, there's a, like sounds an familiar. airplane airport museum. Yeah, it's probably closed now. This was a long time ago. Yeah, well, it was a long time ago when I went there. Too. When did you uh, when did you graduate? Uh, ninety. Ninety. Oh, okay. all right, just a few years. Yeah. So, yeah, you probably you might have. Were you a drinker in college? First time in uh, Phoenix, but uh, now you're playing um, a very prestigious club, in our estimation. The uh, uh, it, it, it it is it is it's a prestigious chain with um, what's one of the oh, uh, most sure. influential. Um, it's uh, it's uh, uh, what would you call it? It's um, main club, not its main club. It's the one on in, on, sure, this, sure. on Sunset, the, yeah, Sunset Strip. It is the main club. Basically. It is the main the, club. It could be a name, the flagship. The flagship. That's I thought true. someone from yeah, USC yeah. would help me out as I grope for words. Remember what I said? Failed business school. Failed business school. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you're working there. Uh, it's a great club. Uh, we, you know, we love everybody involved with it, all the yeah. way from uh, Jamie and uh, and uh, Paul and uh, Joey, who runs the place. Sure. So uh, you were there last night. How'd it go? Uh, I, th- I think good. Why? What, what have you heard? We hear, we've heard things. We don't want to bring them up. We wait till the attorneys come uh, in. It was great. You know, it was fun. Fun yeah. show. Yeah. Who are you working with? Uh, what a, sounds like an. What are you, Jack Bauer? Who are you working with? <laughs> uh, Damn it, Chloe! Uh, <laughs> I need those coordinates now. I'll be there in twenty minutes. I need a tag team. All right. So, uh, well, we watched the same shows. It sounds like. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Who am I working? I'm working with. Uh, I just met him last night. Uh, 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 that guy. Uh, I'll tell you. Yeah, here, Rob, the intern, look it up. While he's looking that up, no, I'm uh, gonna screw up their names. I, I, yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. Right under your name. Oh man, it's time. <laughs> Someone's older. Walter Hong. Walter Hong. Joseph Nybeck. Walter Hong. Hong. He's not the guy from. Uh, Orange, He's not the shebang, shebang guy, is he? No. Shebang. Uh, Who's that? Anyway, all right. So let's go to let's go to something actually possibly entertaining. You <laughs> brought. <laughs> Has this thing started yet? Is it still there? Oh, we're okay. on, baby. This is. Um, um, you mentioned twenty four. While twenty four was being made, I happened to live in uh, Chatsworth, California. I lived in L.A. for thirty years. I lived in Chatsworth, California, right. uh, high up in the hills. Uh, what a lot of people don't know about Chatsworth is that that whole area was a movie ranch at one time. If you watch old, like, The Lone Ranger or yeah. old Errol Flynn movies, you know, hundreds of things were made out there. 24 was filmed entirely in Chatsworth, California. I did not know that. The producer of uh, Chatsworth is currently known for two things, 24 and pornography. Right. And it's known for pornography because they have a big distribution, a bunch of distribution warehouses right. in the flat part. I lived up in the hills. Right. And uh, my daughter and I lived there with my daughter. And... Um, we would binge on 24, and 24 was filmed either in the studio that he built in Chatsworth or in the surrounding locations. Right, right. So the thing that would always crack us up is when Jack Bauer would be, and we, we go, that's right outside the house. They filmed that, like, I mean, literally outside the house, things right, right. would be filmed. And then he go, I'll be there in 20 minutes. We go, no, <laughs> you don't get off this hill in 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah. You don't get to the 118 freeway. You're talking downtown. That's three hours. Yeah. He never had a bad signal or ran out of juice the whole eight seasons. <laughs> and, he, and he always got everywhere in 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It was a fun show, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I may not have seen the last season. By then, it was like we'd been bowered out. Yeah. You know? I, I actually saw the whole thing twice. That's the only really? series I've ever... <laughs> I was going to watch it with my son. I, I, to, yeah. I, and I started, and he went with me through about the first season, and then he bailed on me the second time. So I'm like, well, I'm already watching it. Well, how old's your son? 
He's uh, 19 now. 19, yeah. Well, yeah. My daughter was a teenager, and uh, we were binging on it. We'd go. Yeah, yeah. When, in the, there was a time when people went to a place that was called like a blockbuster. And you went and you had to get a piece of equipment that you put in another. Anyway, and we would binge on it. And I was so bad. It'd be like Sunday night. We'd be watching it. She had to go to school Monday. And uh, it'd be like midnight. And I'd go, come on, one more. She goes, I got to go to bed. I, gotta, I go, come on. What the hell? I'll write you a note. <laughs> That's why she went to Santa Cruz instead of USC. So, uh, all right, man. So you're here. Uh, we were watching some of your videos. Very funny stuff. Very funny Thanks, stuff. Man. You won the San Francisco comedy competition twice, yeah. which sounds rigged. <laughs> Doesn't it? <laughs> I know. How'd he win twice? Well, we had money on the guy. Uh, How'd you do that? Well, I, I, I actually, okay, well, uh, the story is basically that I, w I was never going to do it again. You know, I won. You won. I was like, why, why go back, right? Yeah. And uh, the booker um, who runs it, John Fox, called uh -huh. me, and he said uh, he had a fallout, and he, he did I know any guys that he would recommend? So I thought around, I called a few guys, they weren't available. Um, they had one more slot in the competition. And then I looked at my calendar, and I, at the time I was trying to work on a TV set. Okay. And I was open for that week, uh -huh. and I figured, well, you know, I could do, I could do, you know, They'll force me to work on my set. I said, I could do it again if you want. And he goes, yeah. well, why not? You know, there's no, no rules against it. So uh, I just went in there thinking I would work on a five or six minute set every night of the week and do six or seven shows. Yeah, actually, yeah work. Yeah, and okay. then, and uh, I wasn't like trying to like figure out how to do the right set for the right crowd or anything. I was just like doing what I was doing. Boom, boom, boom. Uh -huh. well, I, I was winning like every night. So I, I did have most of the next week open also. Um, because you advance every week. Mm -hmm. and so I thought, well, okay, let me just go with this. Um, I do have one show, but I'll, I'll leave to do the show. I'll take a drop night, and if I'm still in it, then I'll keep going. And I was winning, like, almost every night again. So then the, the, the third week is the finals, and I actually was supposed to um, work on a cruise ship. And I called them up and said, you know, hey, I hate to do this, but uh, I got a chance to, like, win the San Francisco comedy competition again. And there's a shortage yeah. of comics that can work cruise ships, so they put them in a yeah. real bind. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Get the exactly. guy who spins the plates. Don <laughs> dropped out. <laughs> oh, no. Who shall we call? <laughs> exactly. So some ventriloquist was very happy with my decision to keep going. Uh, event. That's what they, there's so many ventriloquists, they shorten it when they're... Yeah, event. Yeah, he's event. Yeah, I was working with this vent. So... Uh, yeah, so I, I went back and did, and did it and swept through and you know it was almost like not not really being invested in it and and wanting to do it took so much pressure off that it made it so much easier to win the second time. The first time was stressful and the second time was like you know could not have been easier. It's like uh, it's like Jack Nicholson went into a Academy Awards. You're the you're one of the few men to have won the Sanford. You know what? And it's a, it's a great it, it is a. Uh, there are some contests that are good, some contests that are bad, right. but it is one of the most prestigious in long-running uh, uh, comedy competitions yeah. in the United States. It's one where they really do kind of separate stuff out. Um, I was watching uh, some of your stuff, and, and I tell you what I what I uh, loved about it so much uh, was um, some guys, um, especially I work with a lot of newer comics, and they go, "Well, I got to find something funny," I, you know, and and they go out looking for something funny that they can come back and tell me. There's yeah. this crazy sign, but you do yeah. something that I really love is where you take the most normal, simple, everyday, right. possibly what would be considered mundane thing, and you're able to yeah. extrapolate. And we use words like that on this show. Sure, extrapolate. Sure, a USC 
bankrupt Why not? could understand that would extrapolate the humor out of it. Because right, right. I, I, true story, I'm watching your your bit about the uh, passwords. Right. Okay. And I'm watching it, and Shirley, my uh, wife and producer. Um, and often wives are producers. So uh, um, she's not watching it because she's doing the stuff we have to do to make this work. Right. And she's sitting over there and starts giggling right. because it was just funny for her to hear. So it, it's an incredibly funny bit. So how do you come up with your stuff? What is your process? Oh, well, um, you know, I just, uh, I'm just, I'm open to, I, I'm always looking on the lookout for what I find funny during the day and just like jot it down, you know, not to, yeah. because I, you know, I, like most comedians, like I don't, I'm not out looking for funny. I mean, I'm I see it naturally. Yeah, um, isn't it like and a, a lot of people who aren't comedians see things naturally, but they don't write it down and think like I'm going to reuse that later. You know, they just they they enjoy the moment and then it's gone, it's fleeting. And for me, I you know I'll I'll either make a note in my phone or I'll jot it down or something like oh yeah this is. You know, I'll be talking to someone and something funny. I'll say something. They'll say something funny. I'm like oh that, that's. I got to use that. So yeah, it's just a matter of like, you know, remembering as the things come up, trying to come up with a filter that says like I can use that, I can't use that, I can, and then then trying it out. You but know? you also make a, a well, yeah, it's almost like a. I try to explain to people. I go, uh, comedy's a way of thinking, and I think I thought that I I I came up with this on my own, but I think Gary Shandling did. And I forgot to get back. He goes, comedy's not a gift; it's a disease. So that your mind thinks that way and that oftentimes right. in ev- everyday life we're having to like kind of almost like change into normal people language when we talk to people. That's true. The number yeah. of people who's, who have ins- insulted or hurt their feelings or had them walk away going, there's something wrong with him, you know, <laughs> in my life because I thought I was saying something funny or misinterpreted what they said right. are legion. But, um, um, but this stuff makes me laugh all day. I mean, I, yeah. I, I'm amused. Like if I was alone on an island, I would laugh constantly because I... I Things that I think of are funny to me. So Man, if I was, this is the way I look at it. Is I'm I'm sharing how I see the world when I'm on stage. I'm sharing yeah. how I see the world throughout Absolutely. the day because I find I see that like if you could see this how I saw this, you would have as much fun with it as I do. At the same time, as I watch as I watch that that particular uh, I, I, a bit doesn't really. Um, uh, do justice oh, to, sure, uh, no, but as I watch it, I go, all right, I, I see what happened here. That he's a guy who experienced this, and then as he was experiences, these were his thoughts. But it's it wasn't you then worked on it, and I think oh, that's yeah. the difference. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm watching it go, because I saw the callbacks and I saw the tags, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and I saw the way you laid it out, you know. Right, and right. I go, I go, he didn't just spit. I've heard, I've I've known some people that claim to be comics go. I just go up on stage, whatever comes out. And I'm like, okay, well, good for no, you. Um, no. uh, don't call us for a year. Uh, <laughs> y- y- once you have the idea oh, yeah. and, and you know what the funny parts are, then you can really build around it. Is that correct? Yeah, or? then it's just, you know, then it's trial and error for the next three to 15 months or whatever, you know, yeah. depending on how big and how yeah. vicious the bit is. Yeah, because I'm, I'm watching them and I'm going, this is so damn funny. I go, and so, and it's one of those, one of those things that once you see it, it's clear. Right. That's it. It's clear, man. Don't you yeah, see? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, the thing with the yeah, because yeah, yeah. I've actually complained about it. Yeah. Um, I have found it pathetic that I had to take a piece of advice I got about passwords, yeah. which was write them all down on a piece of paper. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all my passwords, and then I've got passwords scratched out right, 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 because right. I've had to change a password. 
and uh, then get a shredder and shred that paper and yeah. never look at it again. Yeah, and, and and I think I did like one minute out of one time. I'm, I'm not interested talking about this. I saw you do it. I go there. That's the bit, man. He got he, you have rung every bit of funny out of the frustration that people have with having multiple passwords. Yeah, well, that that's what I try. I mean, that's my favorite thing to do is to if is to take an idea and like every tangential idea I can about it, and and I'm I'm attempting to write mostly showcase type bits gotcha and that's why i work so long in them because you know i, I when, you know I, i'd like to explore every possible there's so much trial and error and failure that goes into that bit though over yeah. the course of time because i reconstruct it deconstruct it try it different things in different orders have you know four different ways of doing uh, certain angles on each part of the topic and uh-huh. try those against and you know, eventually, it's like a puzzle. It's like a jigsaw puzzle. Yes. And every night you get a chance to, like, try the pieces in different combinations, change the pieces, throw some out. Is there a point in time where you go, all right, that's it. That's the bit. It, it, like, if you're recording a song, you go, this is the track we're laying down. Yeah. And I'm still, even though, yes, there is a point, but I'm still open to new ideas about it. And, you- I, and I'm looking every night, even the password bit, which I've been doing for, like, three or four years now. Yeah. Um, I still am looking for a nuance in how to change a line or how to. I'm, sure. I'm open as I'm doing it. I'm looking for something to make it fresh to me, like kind of like an actor would do. Yeah, and, no, that's fantastic. And so it's a every couple months, it's a little different, you know. But I don't yeah. add that many new branches or many new lines. But also, you get bored with saying it the same way, so you maybe do an alternate version of. It's all, it's almost like having a song, and then it, once you've recorded the song, and if you're gonna play it live, but then now you're playing it live, you find something else in the solo. Mm-hmm. You know, you stretch it out. Who, do you have any uh, uh, musically? Who do you like? Ah, uh, this is him. Yeah, growing up like you know Boston. Uh, yeah. Journey. Yeah. Um, modern day, you know, I don't know, Goo Goo Dolls. And I, I like a wide range of. A whole bunch of yeah, yeah. yeah. I uh, um, Shirley, I took um, I took Shirley over the summer to see uh, the Dead. Okay. Because uh, I my first Dead show was in 1970. Walking Dead, sure. Yeah, it was Walking Dead. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And I, <laughs> I mean, you know that 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 show is starting to as much as it, I love the show because it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> most television is so horrific. That's where the I'm going to veg out in front of the TV. Yeah. You don't veg watching The Walking Dead. Yeah. But at the same time, after now I don't know how many years, I'm sick of this. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Give the zombies a new sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I was like one of the zombies, I'd be coming up directly going, hey, man, I think maybe if I go, you know, can you I gotta just... you got to be running out of extras. I yeah. Mean, who has not worked as a zombie, you know? <laughs> well, you and know... Plus you... Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. No, no, I was just... With the, the zombies, it's, it's uh, you know, I mean... They're just a nuisance at this point, you know. The other, the other people are the ones you got. The zombies are just like, there you go. All right. Yeah. But that's supposed to be the cool thing. The zombies aren't the monsters. People are the monsters. Yeah. We have a, a, a friend of ours, a close friend, who started out um, in a workshop that I taught here. He started out in it. He was in it for five years. Who's now a regular on The Walking Dead. And he's not a zombie. He's a Eugene. Eugene. Okay. Yeah, Eugene. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. See, that's the, and that's how come I got your name. I, I, go, I went, see how you said it? Uh, you said Eugene. Eugene, right? And I said Eugene. Yeah. See, do you see the slight difference? Yeah, yeah, sure. You, where were you raised? Uh, Fresno. You were raised in Fresno. I'm oh, sorry, Fresno. Fresno, yeah. <laughs> see, I was, I was raised in Missouri, so we're going to drop it off. Eugene, you're raised in California. You're going to go out. Yeah, yeah. Missouri. I was, I was there a while back. Missouri? Missouri loves company. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> what hey. part of Missouri was you in? Uh, last time I was in Columbia. 
Columbia, Missouri? Yeah. So you're doing the college? Uh, or a farm? I did uh, the comedy club there. Oh, there's a comedy. That's right. Deja Vu. Does Al, does Al Canal run that club? No. no I think okay. he used to. You know who Al yeah. is? Uh, yes. Very funny yes. guy. But I, I, was, I really have to dig back in my memory. for. He's, he's been involved in the comedy business for 30 years. He has a speech impediment. Okay. If you know Sometimes when I... I know I know him, but I yeah. also know I haven't heard him, his name from 15 years. So you, I'm sure you, he hasn't heard mine either. <laughs> you ventured from um, Fresno. You, you don't have any Waffle House jokes. How are you going to work there? You, know, you ventured from Fresno to Southern California. Yeah. How did you go? And you went to USC. Yeah. So ambitious guy, smart guy. All right. Uh, but then somehow, and, and I made the joke about it earlier, somehow you morphed from being on a business career right. to using the other side of your brain right, right. Uh, predominantly in an artistic career. Right. So what was that transformation? Well, uh, I was uh, I was going through bankruptcy. That is that's true. And uh, I was broke even before that. I mean, that's but what... This was back in the old days, good bankruptcy. Not yeah, the kind yeah. of bankruptcy they have now. Bankruptcy, yeah. you walk away clean. Except for student loans. Yeah. Except for... Yeah, you can't... <laughs> you cannot BK out of those. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. So... Uh, Anyways, that's that's too long to go into, but the things just fell apart and snowballed, and I was like paying my way through school and you know dodging creditors, and uh, I was selling commercial real estate part time also. So this all you're a young guy. How old are you? You're 21, 22. 20, yeah, 22. At the time. Even though you were going through bank, that you have the most people if they're 21 or 22 can't pay their bills. They just go, I pay my bills. Right. Or they call their parents. You had to wear. You had the. You had yeah. the the where with the intelligence to go. All right, there's a process I can go through. Right, right. And it's a even the, it's a complicated process. Right. Uh, I haven't gone through it. I should have. I would. I would work, came out better a few uh, number of years ago if I had done it. But I go no. I'm eventually just going to renegotiate everything, right, which right, I did. Right, right. Um, but you went through that. You're selling commercial real estate, going to USC, going through bankruptcy. Probably still walking around doing stuff. It's not like you were laying in a small ball in the corner every day. No, no, right? no. I was, I was, I was very active and everything. Just, I was yeah. just like scrambling to, to, you know. That's make impressive every, in and of itself. Make of things. <laughs> and uh, I, you know, I just, I, I became very disenchanted with uh, commercial real estate. To be honest, that was. I was That's just, tough. I don't see how that can happen. It was, uh, yeah. No, I mean, I was kind of an idealist, uh, and uh, and it was, I know. It was it was such a brutal business. I mean, everybody was. I don't know. I just I just felt like it was just swimming with sharks. And, yeah, yeah. And I I saw what the guys who were making a lot of money were doing. Yeah. And how they were doing it. And I, and I just at some point I had an epiphany. I was like, I can do that, and I could be very successful at this. But mm-hmm. I don't want to be the guy. I don't want to look in the mirror in 10 years and say, like, this is how I did it and uh, this is who I... I didn't see myself liking that guy. So I just said, you know, I got to do something else. Um, and at the time, I had just... I was flat broke, like I said, going through bankruptcy. And it was kind of rock bottom financially. And uh, I thought, well, you know, if I'm going to be broke anyways, <laughs> <laughs> what do I really want to do? Yeah. You know, what, what can I do? Like, let me expand the, the possibilities. Sure. Uh, and I always wanted to try stand-up, even though I was shy and I didn't feel like I could do it. So, so um, I added a year to my school because I was just not quite finished, anyways. So I was yeah. like, well, if I'm gonna, be, might as well stretch out. I might as well take one year, extra year of school, and actually enjoy school and not be in the the guy who's like sleeping three hours a night trying to pay creditors. Yeah. So I'm gonna enjoy school. I'm gonna say, screw it. I'll, I'll pay my bills later. Um, I'm gonna. I took some improv classes. 
and uh, made me nervous. But I just wanted to see if I could get it in front of people, and people found me funny, and it went great. People loved it. I loved it. It was like falling in love, you know, for the fir- for the first time in my yeah. life. I, it, within like a month or two, I was like, "This is what I want to do with my life." Uh-huh. I so I started an improv troupe at USC. Um, okay, which is still going actually to this day. Believe very I, cool. I, yeah, no thanks to me because I I didn't you know, I didn't pass it on. I just start. I kept it going until I was out. Well, somebody you know, else carried. Thanks with a small team. Somebody else carried yeah. it on. Yeah, yeah. but um, so that was amazing, and then. Uh, and then I tried stand up for the first two times. Where did you do the? Were you at the Ice House? No, on campus. On campus, okay. Yeah. And uh, just, I was not good at it, but I loved it. It made me yeah. nervous. I can do this. It's just the nerves. I can do this. It's just the nerves. I can do this. It's just the nerves. And yeah. You know, and I, I didn't have any structure. I didn't know how to write things. Uh, so when I got out of school, the improv troupe had disbanded more or less. They graduated with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of them. And uh, I just decided to, well, let me try stand-up. So I opened up, like, a Backstage West, which is a trade. Sure, tra- sure. And I found a few open mics at, like, you know, bars and coffee shops and laundromats. And <laughs> I would show up and sign up on the list. And then, you know, you, finally you get a little more confident. You know people. They you know, they know people. And yeah. on and on. So then I did a couple years of open mics at, uh, around L.A. and got together a, a half-hour material that I in pieces because I couldn't do it all at once. And yeah, we rented out Igby's. I don't know if you know. I don't remember. Jan Smith is a friend yeah, of mine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we rented out Igby's. Uh, me and th- three other comics, and uh, you know, packed it with people we knew and taped a half hour each. And then I used that half hour to get feature work on the road. Uh, Smart one nighters. And then uh, once I had one nighters, then I then I got in my car and I did guest sets at clubs around the country. And within the first year, I'd, I was into like ten clubs as a feature, and and, uh, and you know went from there basically. You know, it's it's a fantastic story, and and, and I uh, for a lot of really talented guys they have similar stories. Uh, not including my buddy in, in 1985, I had hit rock bottom because right. my business, uh, I, I had to leave my business. What was uh, it? Uh, I was an unlicensed pharmaceutical rep. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay, I, sorry. I, I, left, I left the industry. That was true, okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> by the way, the guys in commercial real estate, yeah. okay, were scarier than the guys I worked with. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. but uh, and um, um, someone suggested I try stand up. I'd gone to acting school. And I went to Jamie's Club. Uh, okay. That was like my first show, and there were like two people there. <laughs> so, and but what you talk about on the road, I, I love that because I did that. I'd be out doing one nighters. I'd be out in a place that I affectionately call uh, Yoderland, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, or, or on a triple run. Yeah. And I go, oh, there's and you have a Sunday night off. And you go, well, there's a comedy club in Seattle does a Sunday night show. It's only 400 miles. Yeah, right. And you would go on and do a guest set. Oh, sure. And that way, you were. More, I always felt I was more guaranteed of maybe getting a job. If I knew if I sent them a videotape, yeah, they they were not going to look at it, or it wasn't, you know, it, it wasn't going to grab them. But live, I could do that. So that's cool that you did it that way. Yeah. And now you're married. Yes. With a 19-year-old. Yes, and a 16-year-old. And a 16-year-old. Yeah. And you, and you, someone's doing well because you live in South Pasadena. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you are you, your wife is a lawyer or a corporate executive? Or? Well, actually, <laughs> she uh, she was uh, a stay-at-home mom uh, until a couple years ago. Really? Yeah, but uh, she went back to nursing school. Just uh, excellent. Yeah, about yeah. four years ago, and uh, she graduated. And you know, summa cum laude. She did. She's really smart. 
and uh, she uh, got her nursing degree about a year and a half ago, and now she works at Children's Hospital. So, wow! And your uh, your nineteen year old son is in college? No, he's he's in and out of college. In and out of college. <laughs> <laughs> More out than in. Do they? Do you? We don't really talk about do you're, that. Do you, okay, gotcha. Do they? Do they have any aspirations to be in the entertainment industry? No. They, well, he doesn't. My daughter does. My daughter, yeah. Yeah. My daughter's more the artistic type. She's yeah. got like uh, all the. She's got the most uh, artistic uh, talent in her family across the board. You know, singer, That's songwriter, cool. artist, fine art. You know. You name it, she can. She can do she it. Does she does. She's shy. She's, yeah, she's shyer than I was. So oftentimes, though, I find because you mentioned something earlier about about your and, and you just did, did again about you being shy. I find that a lot of people who are shy in real life are actually the best stand-up comics. Yeah, because because they, they're in real life that thing that is that makes uh, uh, them so self-conscious that in a sense that's eased when you're on the stage right. that when you're on the stage and 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 you have the microphone and maybe I don't know what it is but it's the shy ones that generally seem to be a little bit more artistic hmm. than the guy who is the guy who wears no one does this anymore but it's it's indicative the guy who wears a lampshade on yeah, his yeah, head yeah, at a yeah, party yeah. no one does that I don't think there are lampshades anymore <laughs> no, I don't think no. there are parties anymore no no exactly <laughs> but that type of personality it, it's is a metaphor for a bygone era yeah that shiny object guy, yeah, and not yeah, putting sure. it down because I know guys like that. Some of them are friends of mine. Yeah. On stage, sometimes come off right where the shy guy is almost like working something out that yeah. is so unique because it's percolated through him or her right, most of their right. life, and now they get to express it. Yeah. Well, I I, mean, I, I think there's probably something to to um, you know if you're gonna put it out there, it, it better be decent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know? You're not just gonna like say something. You know, I'd yeah. rather I'd rather not go on than go on and be mediocre. Yeah. Whereas yeah. the guy who's always on is pro- probably just got to be on regardless. You know. So I mean, your approach was uh, so um, I, I like it. So it was so uh, methodical and yet driven. It sounds like and and so uh, and so you know with a emphasis on creativity. There seems to be a plethora right now of. Uh, uh, and I could say young because I'm old, but young <laughs> comics too, and, and and they could be forty, and I can go they're young. But um, no, the older you get, yeah, like. yeah, and they, and they go, uh, you know, I just I'm doing some mics, and I go up there, and I just kind of see if I can, but but I'm gonna just go up there and talk. And they're like that. Yeah, That's yeah. where they're talking, and I go, if you knew how valuable stage time was, oh sure, yeah, you know, and quality stage time, and what what a difference it can make, and that seems to be not lost on all of them. I don't want to say that, right, and the right, old right. day, but there that does seem to be lost and. And seems to percolate into a lot of the stand-up I see now. Yeah. Where I'll go in and click, because we, we book a lot of stuff and we do a lot of things. And I'll go in and, and I'll watch guys. And, and you never let them know you're in the room. Right. Because, you know, and, and I'll go, they're not even trying. Why would yeah, I? Yeah, You know. Well, it's almost like a contest to see who cares the, the least. Cares the least. <laughs> I've told people that they go, well, they go, well so not cool to care. Yeah. I, I, go, I go, you see that guy who does really great uh, not caring? I go, that's an act. <laughs> He's worked on that persona. <laughs> Yeah, that yeah. I don't care persona. Yeah. Now, if you want to seem like you don't care. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's know. it. Yeah. Because uh, when I, when I uh, you know, was new and hadn't worked, you know, hadn't spent very much time in the business working on, I worked on things hard for like five minutes, you know, yeah. relative to the scheme of a career. But, uh, you know, everyone thought like, wow, that's, that looks like a lot of work. <laughs> you know? Sure. But it wasn't yet. Yeah. And yet you spend years working and working on it to make it look like it came effortlessly yeah so yeah. you know so uh, uh real quick we're gonna have to run but uh you live sure. in south pasadena are yes. you uh, excited that the uh the los angeles rams will be in your backyard again 
Is that the case? I, I, I don't follow it closely, but I heard that they're, they're going to be at the, Colise they're be at the Coliseum. They're going back to the Coliseum. Isn't that weird? I mean, they were at the Coliseum. Right. They left the Coliseum with Anaheim. Yeah. The Raiders came to the Coliseum. Right. They all left, and now they're coming back to the Coliseum. So. <laughs> I don't know. I, uh, I all my sports allegiances are Bay Area. I grew up in Fresno. Oh yeah. well, yeah, 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 you gotta be yeah, happy. I'm here yeah, for spring training. Some good teams. Oh yeah, yeah we were gonna go to a spring training game yesterday, but I was um, I was tired and yeah. I needed to take a nap. It happens. <laughs> is, uh, um, that's the, where we're going. Is uh, um, that's the, where we're going. Today. Is uh, um, that's the, where we're going today. Is, uh, um, that's the, where we're going today. To see the Giants. Yeah. Fantastic. All right. Well, listen, man. I we really appreciate you coming in. You may Thanks. or may not know this, but uh, we just relocated from another studio oh, yeah? to here because we thought this was a cooler view. And we, I did uh, not know this. Yeah, And um, you are actually officially our first guest wow. in the new studio. You will always be remembered. Uh, All right. If I'd have known, I would have like been more on point. Brought a hat yeah. or something. Yeah, <laughs> wore a nice hat. Thanks. So uh, you have been listening to Don Friesen, ladies and gentlemen, on uh, This American Podcast, Comedy Edition on ComedySchoolsRadio.com. He is at the Scottsdale Laugh Factory. That's ScottsdaleLaughFactory.com. It is at the coolest corner in all of Scottsdaleville, Scottsdale and Shea, 7000 East Shea Boulevard. If you're listening to this in the future and you miss his shows this weekend, please check out his... My what? website. Um, I'll take... Here's the shortcut. FunnyDon.com. Do I need a password? <laughs> Not yet. Okay. Say it again. FunnyDon.com. FunnyDon.com. Uh, that'll also... We'll put, we'll put a link for, uh, for that up on... Cool. On all of our... On uh, ComedySchoolsRadio.com and ComedySchools.com and yeah. the plethora. Our problem isn't passwords now. It's yeah. too many damn websites. Oh, man. We have like 35 websites right, right, and, right. And, and 10 Facebook pages. Oh, you need a, web, a website wrangler. <laughs> That's, that's probably a career for somebody like me. I'm a website wrangler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much, buddy. Uh, we're going to bring in a little music. Uh, we're going to play a little Flathead, who will be at the Tempe Center of the Arts March 25th for Flathead and Funny. That's who you'll listen to for the next few minutes. Then you're going to have to listen to me again. We'll be right back. <laughs>